1: minimum of 4 lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account $5 more per line without auto pay plus taxes and fees phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due $35 per line connection charge applies ctmobile.com meet me at rochester new york each passing hour they dance around the clock to the bright tunes of different countries around the world Guess what day
0: it is Party! Party! Party!
1: And the other counties up the Genesee Valley, with Rochester as the focal point. I want all of you to get up
0: out of your chairs and go to the window and stick your head out and yell, Thank God it's
1: Friday! Rochester was one of the first boom towns in America. It's Friday in the Flower City. Flowers, flowers. You know what time it is. Are you ready? The heart of the city has a booming, beaming booming, stronger beams. than ever before. PXY mornings with Moose and Breezy. Breezy. Your weekend starts Fire. 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 Fire.
2: now. Don't you know? Pump it up, you Friday, 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 Friday. Welcome to the show, PXY mornings with Moose and Breezy. Forty-six for your high today. Going to see a little rain this afternoon, you guys, but. It is a new start. It is the first of December. New month, new you, baby. Hey, the new is year that, is brother? creeping up on us. Just around the corner, there is 24 days until Christmas. Can you believe it?
3: I really can't. What are you getting me?
2: Um, I don't know. You should crap in both hands, see which one fills up first. So, yesterday... What does that mean? I don't em- get it. Emotions were so high. I'm sure you know. It was the finale of The Golden Bachelor starring a 72-year-old, Gary Turner, who finally, he had to make a decision on who he wanted to spend the last few years of his remaining life with. And by the way, this is the best thing that ABC has come up with in years. I enjoyed every minute of it. Brought a lot of families close together. A lot of people were watching. So whether you watch the show or not, it was entertaining for a number of reasons. One thing is it taught us that it's never too late to fall back in love. You had women on this show who were almost 85 years old trying to get a piece. And I respect that. Mm -hmm. You got to go get it, Gail. You got to make it clap. And the other thing that you kept hearing over and over was, this is so refreshing. Breezy, you were the one person that said this. Fully. Uh, This show is a breath of fresh air. All these women are friends and they love each other. Nobody is catty. And that's not the case. They were all there for the right reasons. Wrong. They weren't. They weren't all there for the right reasons. Some of them were trying to do a podcast. Some of them wanted a book deal.
3: Absolutely not. What? I'm just saying, they weren't, not all of them there were there for the right reasons.
2: Well, look, anytime somebody has their eye on the same prize, emotions run high. You'll start to stab a person in their back. I don't care if you're 28 or 88. It's do or die. And these women wanted to leave with Gary Turner last night, but the only woman that was able to do it was Teresa. And uh, a lot of people were not happy about that. Period. Not at all. So, here's a clip last night of the one, uh, the finale of Gary actually proposing to Teresa. I
1: got to the point with the questions I had asked myself about how did I get here and is she the right girl and I came to the realization that you're not the right person
2: for me to live with. Oh. Dramatic pause. Mm-hmm.
1: You're the person that I can't live without.
3: Oh my god! Oh my god! Oh god. <laughs> oh god.
1: That's so good. <laughs> I'm never going to stop believing uh. that every day I choose you.
3: Oh my god! Oh my god.
2: Yes. Oh, people are
3: yes, so refreshing. We only, have, we only have ten more years left,
2: but yeah, he stomped all over poor Leslie's heart. But what's a man to do? They knew what they're getting into. He had to make he had to make a decision it was between like, two people. But,
3: okay, but watching that back and like watching the whole show, I should say, it really sounded like Leslie wanted to wear the dress. <laughs> she kept talking about the dress. She's like, I really wanted to wear the
2: dress. Oh, she had her hopes <laughs> up. talking about the dress. There was conversations that took place behind the scenes mm-hmm. where we didn't see him because the camera wasn't on. Right. So the conversations that were had between Gary and Leslie, we'll never know what those are about. But let's just say she, he made her feel like she was the only one. And then Teresa, a.k.a. the Joker, comes in. Oh, my God. You're so terrible. <laughs> it's like, and that's it. He, he felt hard. She does have crazy she, eyes. <laughs> you, you, and they had similar stories. She lost her husband. He lost his wife. It kind of bonded them, in a sense. And a lot, of pro- a lot of people just had a problem with this. We got all kinds of texts, and people were like, hey, listen, we just all really need to take a second to cheer Leslie on, because she's not going to be alone for long. Somebody somewhere is going to love her the way she deserves. Yes. Leslie will have plenty of eligible guys calling her. Clearly, she knows the real story right now. He is a lying loser. Oh, my God. Who said that? uh, This girl actually just texted in. He's a lying loser. And not to mention, by the way, did you see the article that came out about him? just happened to be the day before the finale? One of his ex-girlfriends? I
3: I literally was the one who told you about the article. (laughs) So, I literally told you about this yesterday. You wouldn't even know about it if it wasn't for me. No,
2: somebody sent me. me, You didn't. You brought it up, but you didn't send me the article. Why
3: would I need to send you the article? I gave you the cliff notes. (laughs) I literally told you... Hey, Gary's ex girlfriend came forward and said that he was very abusive and controlling. Well, and the, you're like, well, I read the article. It's like, what? No, I the, told you everything about it.
2: Well, it's just, it talked about how he was complaining to her that, A, and he dated
3: her one day after his wife died. So,
2: he had a problem with her gaining weight.
3: <laughs> Thank God he picked the most petite girl on the set.
2: He's like, I like a healthy woman. Sure, sure, sure. Sure, 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 sure. And it was just oh my god, it was so hokey the whole thing, but it was also a train wreck that you couldn't
3: But also like it the problem is is that with that article coming out, with all the tea coming out of about Gary and the ex girlfriend and all of the things, it just goes to show that all of that is true because he picked a woman that he can have more control over in the sense of Leslie was like, I'm not moving. Trace is like I'll go wherever, baby. It's like that—that that totally falls in line with what that woman was saying, and he kind of just walked into it. He's like, "Yeah, totally. That that checks that checks out."
2: But it does—it doesn't Trace matter. Trace like
3: I'll move to Africa with you. But
2: <laughs> well, what are they? They got nothing going on. Where are they going? What do mm-hmm. they got to do?
3: Well, Gary's not leaving the lake house. He made that very clear. Their
2: schedules are wide open. I, do you think he should have picked uh, Leslie?
3: I mean, whatever. Like, <laughs> I don't care who he picks because. It was entertaining, no matter what. A, they are either not going to stay together, or B, they only have like ten years. So
2: why do you keep mentioning like their death coming up? That that's not they're not that old. Teresa's
3: seventy, and he's seventy-two.
2: Right. Okay. I don't know. They seem healthy. I see them going to at least ninety. Okay, twenty years. Right, but it does. It just goes to show you. It's it's never too late to find love. Right? I
3: don't know. I just feel like my whole vibe shifted on this whole friend, this whole series. Like at the beginning, like I said, super gung ho, loved it. Oh my god, we're so hopeful. All these women are here for the right reasons. They're I don't, I don't know if it just like Teresa bugs me or what's going on. I just feel like with all the drama between her and Kathy, and then every, I don't know. I just don't. I just don't love her. I just don't love her. So it was hard for me to get invested, you know?
2: No, I get it. This person texted in. I'm I'm so sorry, but this guy, Gary, had no integrity. It's one thing to say you're falling in love with two people, but he whispered that she was his girl and said, basically, you're the one. He should have never said that. Yeah. What are you telling every woman on the show? Hey, I love you, babe.
3: That's going to cause a little bit of chaos. And then the next day he acts like he doesn't know her. Like, why are you acting weird towards me? I'm not. You literally are. But okay
2: he goes she goes what's the matter i'm getting these vibes from you you feel like shut down i'm just he, what he, he goes I'm, what a typical guy thing to say i'm just really tired I'm just
3: babe <laughs> aka i literally despise you and i'm not gonna pick you so
2: but listen do you think he did the right thing he left and then he walked back to our room and was like you know what you asked if i had something on my mind there's something i want to share with you uh you're I'm done going, i'm going to pick Teresa. pack your bags you're going home and, and like, she was devastated. This is
3: the hardest thing I've done since my wife died. And listen, I'm not discrediting him and his loss, but also the article that came out, he was literally dating another woman the month after his wife died.
2: Uh, like, we don't, don't know the don't whole story. sit there and be like, oh. We don't know the whole story. We have no idea.
3: Uh, I read it all on page six. I oh, know so I,
2: okay. It's totally legit. Uh, if
3: I read it on the internet. It must be true.
1: <laughs> Here's an idea. Be a part of the show Call or text Moose and Breezy now 585-252-9800 The number one hit music
2: station 98 PXY PXY mornings, it's Moose, it's Breezy Happy Friday you guys, it's the 1st of December And that being said, people are already Some, finished with their Christmas shopping Uh huh oh, Psychos Nutty A couple people texted in yesterday Got all my shopping done I'm like, you must be shopping for one person Fully And a lot of people too got their decorations up and Kristen from Pittsburgh if you missed the call from earlier this morning she was one of those people got all the decorations up she moved into a brand new neighborhood in Pittsburgh Uh and on Tuesday we get this message from her and it read um, I'm reading it I'm like this is so great she moves into this neighborhood and apparently her neighbor is a real Karen because they left a note on her mailbox so I called or texted her and was like listen Are you okay to come on with us and read the note live on the air? And she said 110%. I would love to. Uh, Here's the call from earlier this morning.
0: Yes. Good morning.
2: Hi. Talk to us.
0: Uh, By the way, I love listening to you guys, and I just want to share my story with you.
2: Thank you. Yeah, thank you so so much.
0: Um, My husband and I just moved into a new neighborhood this past summer in Pittsburgh, Mm -hmm. and we've been so excited for the holidays. And we got around to getting all our Christmas stuff up inside and outside. And over the weekend, I got a note taped to our mailbox. Mm -hmm. And it was from an anonymous neighbor. Mm.
2: Can you do us the uh, kindness of reading what's in the letter?
0: Yeah. Okay. So she writes, welcome to the neighborhood. While we welcome all the open arms, we pride ourselves in a level of class. And frankly, your Christmas Yard decorations miss the mark. <laughs>
2: oh. What a Pittsburgh thing to say. Yeah.
0: yeah, and, and then, oh, that's not even over. She writes, while these boxed blow-ups may have been acceptable where you came from, here they're an eyesore. And, frankly, the 2000 tacky era is over. You might want to consider changing the theme for the neighborhood that's better than blow-ups.
2: Oh, man. Some Oof. people like a good blow up. I'm going to be fully transparent here. I'm not a huge fan. Not but- a blow up girl. <laughs> not a blow up girl. No, you're not. But I'm assuming, do you have kids, Kristen?
0: Yes. I have a five year old. Hmm.
2: Okay. So- and my
0: kid loves it. And it's the best thing about Christmas. And honestly, I'm a- I was a little shocked, but also a little hurt. But I don't think they're tacky. Kids love it.
2: No, I mean, then that's. Sounds like that's probably why you're doing it. So, by the sound of things, you got a real Karen in the neighborhood there in Pittsburgh where you live. What a oh, shocker. Completely. Do you and have I, any clue who it could possibly uh be on your yeah, street? Yeah, wait, how do you know it's a woman? First of all.
0: I feel like men won't be as thorough in their note-writing
3: skills. Mm. Like <laughs> they'd be like, "Hi. Uh Okay, get to the point, Johnny."
2: Yeah, I was talking yeah. to my wife and she's not keen on you so, keeping these up. So, uh,
3: anyways, uh yeah, I don't know. It's just uh yeah. How are you going to handle this?
0: I mean, I'm not taking them down because my kids loves it and mm-hmm. I don't think they're tacky. Mm-hmm. I just I just think it's rude and sad that we have a grinch on the block.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Don't take them down. No. How long have you been in the neighborhood now? Since the summer, so 6 months. Oh, you mm-hmm. just got there. Yeah. Oh, so you wow. don't have you made friends with any of the neighbors or not really yet?
0: Not really. And I'm, you know, I'm not going to take it down because of a silly note. They can come to my face and say it.
2: Would this happen in any other town other than Pittsburgh? Mm. I don't see this happening in Spencerport. I don't see this happening in Hilton. I see eh, this happening in a little S- specific areas. I suppose. But you can't truly expect somebody who just moved in the neighborhood have all of their decorations up, have kids. No, whether you know, I that mean, Pittsford's
3: a little uppity. I can't wait to live there one day. Um, <laughs> yeah, right.
2: Fully. <laughs> oh, you're gonna fit right in, Breeze. Fully.
3: I don't know. I mean, I guess I'm pretty biased. I don't. I don't do Christmas decorations, so I'm kind of on Karen's side. I mean, not in the sense of like you should take it down or anything. Um,
2: she said they look so 2000s. <laughs> yeah.
3: I'm also just not a blow up girlie. So I also don't love them. But here's the here's the thing about it. It's your yard. It's your taste. So you do you.
2: OK, Kristen. Thank you're you're I got to ask, though, how can Kristen retaliate? Can you do me a favor? And just take photos of it. Okay, will do. <laughs> OK, great weekend. Thanks for the call. Text coming in right now five eight five two five two nine eight hundred and I love this text from Mike. Uh, he goes, "I live in Pittsburgh, and I am more than happy to come over and help decorate with even more blow ups." Absolutely. The problem with these blow ups, uh, to be perfectly honest, I was I've never been a fan of them because I've, I they're, mm. apparently they're on a timer. So let's say 6 p.m. hits, they blow themselves up. Yeah. But throughout the whole day, all the houses I drive by, they're just deflated, and it's all this plastic all over the lawn. That's why, to me, it always looked like trash. I just thought all of them had holes in them. You're
3: like, did someone go skydiving and leave their parachute here? Um, <laughs> so this person badly. said, this would never happen on the west side. It would only happen on the east side. Fairport, Victor, Menden, Pittsford. Yeah, no, it's true, because, I mean... I don't really make my way out to the west side that often, but I, if I were, I would definitely see a lot of blow-ups, and nobody would take issue with it whatsoever.
2: Samantha's, <laughs> I'm just saying. Samantha says, uh, the neighbor is a Grinch, and by the way, this doesn't just happen in Pittsburgh. I had something similar happen to me in Brighton.
3: <laughs> well, yeah, exactly. That's still very much East Side, so... <laughs> <laughs> that checks out. Um, this person says they are very, very tacky. I never understood the blow up craze. However, how dare that neighbor? I would definitely blow up more just to piss her off.
2: She's got to. We got to have a blow up party. You got to have a whole blow up party. <laughs> I've
3: been to. I've like driven by houses where they had like seven blow ups. Yeah. It's Like, how do you see out the window? You know what I mean.
2: And just to piss this neighbor off, let's get all the blow ups and put them in all sex positions. <sighs> You know, let's bend Frosty over. Oh, this neighbor would be just pissed. Uh-huh. We'll have a blow-up party. We'll all get together. All the ladies in the Pittsburgh neighborhood could drink Chardonnay and Riesling. But you know
3: what? I could also see the Pittsburgh moms, who obviously I love and adore, like I'm aspiring to be you, just <laughs> snapping one day and taking like a butcher knife to all the blow-ups and just being like, it's over.
2: Do you genuinely want to move to Pittsburgh? Who who, who doesn't? You secretly want to be a trophy wife, don't you?
3: It's not a secret. (laughs) I'm very open about it. Whether you're headed to an ugly sweater
0: party or you have an ugly sweater on, (laughs) happy
1: holidays. Happy holidays from 98PXY.
2: PXY PXY mornings with Moose in breezy December 1st already. Can you believe it? What's the most... Comforting thing that puts you in the holiday spirit this year. And if you're not if you're not feeling the holiday spirit, that's okay too. We respect that. I mean it's only December 1st. There's still time.
3: I know, but people were literally playing
2: Christmas music
3: the day after Halloween.
2: That's the problem we're
3: having. I think I think pro- now is like the appropriate time to start getting in the holiday spirit. For right. Sure. It's
2: December. I mean we're 24 days away, but too many stores. And I don't mean to call out like Costco and all these places. They start with the Christmas decorations In September, and it ruins it. Yeah, you know, because now you're not really—you've seen it for three months. It's like, all right, I'm kind of over it. I gotta. Mine tradition for like the last two decades is—I always make it a point to watch Jim Carrey's *The Grinch*, that stole Christmas. It's
3: so good.
2: It's one of my favorites.
3: Yeah. Um, for me, I also find a lot of comfort in Christmas movies as well. Mine. You, I think you know mine. *A Christmas Story*. It's my favorite.
2: I no. literally gave it a... You hate it. A Christmas Story? With the Ride Red Rider BB gun?
3: Yeah. Oh, you do like it. A, that.
2: I gave it a seven out of five. What's the movie you just gave a negative two to? Oh, Bad Santa. Yeah, Bad Santa. Oh, That's one of my favorites.
3: Yeah, we know. Um, do you want some sandwiches? That checks out.
2: That absolutely checks.
3: <laughs> but there's a lot of traditions that people do during this holiday season that brings them such comfort and such joy. And... I pulled some people last night on my Instagram. I was like, "What's going on? What's the vibe?" you know? And they were like, "Christmas cookies, hands down."
2: Oh yeah, the whole the whole ordeal with the Christmas cookies. Yeah. I think that's a big thing. Got to do it.
3: Christmas cookies huge um a Christmas tradition, decorating the tree together, but specifically hiding the pickle. You know about the hiding the pickle? Oh, the pickle
2: on the, the tree? Pickle on the tree. You got to hide the pickle. You
3: got to hide the pickle. We
2: never did that as a family. <gasps> My mom is we still did. hanging ornaments I made in fourth grade we with did. my face on it. I'm like, that's my first headshot. <laughs> the whole pickle thing. I don't even know where that came from. I think, Who hides a pickle in the Christmas tree?
3: So I'm pretty sure it's and a it, German thing.
2: How's it work? Refresh my memory because I don't do it. So The person, someone has to find it. Christmas tree pickle. Yep. Why are you looking it up? You do it every year.
3: Well- I mean, not every... Yeah. yeah, it's a German-American Christmas tradition, just as I had. And there's a glass pickle. It's normally very pretty. It is pretty. It's And very you hide the pickle, and whoever finds the pickle first gets to open their presents first that year. That's how it works.
2: All at once? What? They open all the gifts at once first? See, we we rotate as a family. You go, you go, you go. Yeah,
3: no, but you get to go first.
2: Oh, that makes sense. Normally
3: in my family, we go by age. but So I've never gone first, unfortunately.
2: Before my grandma, because my grandmother's 99, before she had to go into the adult living home, every Christmas we would hand her gifts and it was tough to watch. Really? Yeah, because one present would take her 40 minutes to open. Mm. (laughs) And my grandpa, when he was alive, he would take out his pocket knife and he wouldn't tear the present open. He would cut every inch where there was tape, like opening an envelope properly.
3: Okay. Nobody talks about that enough. If you're lucky enough to still have your grandfather with you, yeah. which I am not, you are not, correct? Right, Both correct. of them are deceased? Yes. I was just, you know, me, my big home video kick right now. And every all of the Christmas tapes, watching it back, watching it through, every single present. Grandpa, you got a knife? Grampy, where's your pocket knife? Where's your pocket knife? Like, they had a job and they slayed. They They slayed. slayed.
2: My grandpa had his pocket knife on him at all times. But when we came to opening gifts,
3: he he would
2: not tear that paper. He would take the edges and cut the tape. He would open it. God forbid he'd tear that paper. I'm like, rip it open. Stop. (laughs) Stop it. Okay, sorry. Relax. Oh, my God. (laughs) so uptight.
3: Okay, I wish that that could still be a tradition.
2: Yeah, if you do have your grandparents here, definitely consider yourself lucky. Very. Or your parents in general. Not everybody still has their parents. Yeah. Eileen texting in. She goes, I definitely feel less into the Christmas festivities this year, you guys. Uh, I was more into it last year. It's usually my favorite holiday. I think I'm going through a small bout of seasonal depression as well. And that's
3: totally fine because also... I feel like so many people, especially in the Rochester area, deal with seasonal depression because it just comes so hard so fast. Like, it, And it's also so flippity-floppity. Like, it was literally blizzarding on Wednesday, and then yesterday I was tanning outside. I don't know what that was, but.
2: I have a mood light in front mm-hmm. of me at all times during the show. Yeah. It's just a bright white light. It's supposed to put me in a good mood, but go, it never does. Go
3: towards the light. Not this morning. Oh, if you could have seen him almost throwing that PC out the window.
2: Oh, I was pissed I was this like, morning. turn your
3: light on. Oh turn the light on. He's like, no.
2: I was really, really not mad. having really a good angry. morning. No. Yeah, that's right. Though. Oh, God. Mac, Mac. I'm a Mac dude all day. Uh, Apple all day. Oh, yes. Um, this person says, I never get into the festive spirit until right at the last minute. I love drinking copious amounts of vodka or wine, Mm -hmm. not because it's the holiday, just because I enjoy it. Oh.
3: Okay. Let's
2: call for
3: help. It's never okay. It's never too late to talk to
2: somebody. Somebody come get this. Come get your mom. Um, I will
3: say one thing, one tradition I don't follow suit with, especially after living alone for so many years... Putting up a tree. I don't put up a tree. I I've, don't I don't decorate for Christmas. I've never done it. I just like don't feel like a single girl living alone needs to do that who's not super into it.
2: What like, about a single dude living alone?
3: Same for that. Like single people, period. Like if you're not super into it and it's not your thing, don't feel obligated to do it. Like I'm not spending money on Christmas decorations. I'm not spending money on that because who's gonna enjoy it? Me. And if I don't care yeah. either way.
2: I'm, gonna then put I'm up, done with it. I'm going to put up lights. I had an idea. I have this big palm tree in the corner of my apartment. Mm-hmm. I was like, what if I just decorate that instead of going and buying a $150 tree? Yeah. What if I just decorate the palm Is tree? Is it real? No.
3: Oh, okay.
2: No, but it's 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 nice.
3: Yeah. I don't know. Like, don't feel guilt or shame about not wanting to do it. But if you do like to do it, it's also great, too. I just think it's a waste of money and a waste of time. I'd rather be sleeping, to be honest.
2: In other news, too, we're all expected, they're saying, to gain at least anywhere between 8 to 16 pounds this holiday. Perfect. Just this month alone. Just December. Can you imagine gaining 16 pounds in a month? I sure can. Oh, my God. We're all going to end up on that TV show on TLC, My 600-Pound Life.
3: They're actually doing amazing. Who? Um, The Sanderson Sisters. No, oh, yeah. not the Sanderson Sisters. That's Hocus Pocus. The Amy and Amy and Tammy. Tish
2: and Tammy, yes, Amy and Tammy. They were a thousand pounds each of them.
3: No. You'd be dead if you were thousand they were a thousand pounds combined. Amy was six hundred. Or They're... Amy was four hundred and Tammy was six hundred.
2: Who was the person that was a thousand pounds?
3: I don't think you can live to be a thousand pounds.
2: Oh, it's possible. I... Somebody was a thousand pounds.
3: I need to fact check that. <laughs> Go be my guest. I don't think that's true.
2: I love the doctor on that show though.
3: He's like, you
2: need to stop. You need to stop eating. She's like, I haven't had anything to eat in like 40 seconds. <laughs> it's like, the only reason I watch that show is because it's a huge confident booster for me. Oof. I'm like, yeah, I could definitely afford to eat that next slice Silvana of pizza.
3: Sylvanius Smith?
2: Yep. How much? thousand
3: oh. pounds. <laughs> and then David Ron High, thousand pounds.
2: Told you. I think at, I... At, at- I think, oh. I, I think I I think have a new goal for 2024. Thousand pound challenge.
3: <laughs> Couldn't be me.
1: Not going to condone it. Hey, it's Devin's, and I've got random facts for you every hour, every afternoon that'll make...
0: Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced.
1: Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Medella, the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. and Medella is your reward. Medella, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. You go, wait, wait what? what? Starting the three today on Mediate PXY.